This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the VA begins a new focus on network cyber controls. Does telework help or hurt diversity efforts? And was the Coast Guard connected couple in Hawaii in the spying business? Trial begins in a month. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Wednesday, August 24th, 2022. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. The Veterans Affairs Department wants to make it harder for applications to get on and stay on its network without the proper cyber controls. Federal News Network's Jason Miller explains. The Veterans Affairs Department is making a cybersecurity gate a little bit higher. VA Assistant Secretary and CIO Kurt Delbeni says the agency is good at documenting the authority to operate or ATO process, but they want to take a closer look at the systems in aggregate before granting the ATO. We're starting to focus on the most critical systems we have at the VA. And we're starting to look at each of them and figuring out what it would mean to be more rigorous in that approval process. And we're in the early days. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Many agencies expect to miss a looming deadline for moving to full electronic record keeping. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has more. One in three agencies think they'll need an exception to the end of year deadline to digitize their permanent records. Another quarter of all agencies don't yet know whether they'll need an extension. The goal to go paperless by December 31st was set back in 2019. But officials say COVID, as well as longstanding technology and culture challenges, have gotten in the way. Now the White House and the National Archives are discussing how to adjust the goalposts for moving to full electronic records management. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. Some Democratic lawmakers want to give federal employees more time to pay off their student loans. They're asking President Biden to extend the Public Service Loan Forgiveness Waiver deadline until at least July 1, 2023. The Department of Education plans to improve and expand federal student debt relief programs, including the Loan Forgiveness Program, but the improvements won't be in place until next July. It's been a year since an independent review commission told the Pentagon how it can better handle sexual assault prevention. Now the Defense Department is trying to implement some of the plans. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni reports. Defense officials say they're working on a five- to seven-year timeline in implementing a new culture of sexual assault prevention in the military. The roadmap includes hiring 2,000 prevention professionals, about 400 a year, to help create a culture that stops sex crimes before they escalate. Critics of the plan say the Defense Department's dragging its feet on implementing the more than 80 recommendations put forth by an independent review commission, which finished up its work last year. Organizations like Protect Our Defenders note that service members are still victimized by the crimes as DOD figures out its way ahead. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. The Navy has announced it's changing the name of its Sexual Assault Prevention and Response Office to better reflect the expanded role of the organization. Officials feel renaming it to the Office of Force Resiliency shows how the office includes other responsibilities like survivor-centered policies, suicide prevention, and leadership development. The change reflects a broader shift in the military toward more integrated mental health services. A federal judge has ruled a retired Coast Guard member and his wife 
will need to stay behind bars while they await trial on charges that they ran a decades-long identity theft scheme. Prosecutors claim Walter Primrose and Gwen Morrison lived under false identities for more than 30 years and that their actions and statements are consistent with espionage. Primrose allegedly spent his entire Coast Guard career under a stolen identity and used it to gain a secret security clearance. Their trial in Honolulu is set for September 26th. A top OPM official says remote work could help with federal diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility efforts. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has the details. The Office of Personnel Management tries to expand job location flexibilities while still advancing DEIA priorities. OPM Deputy Chief of Staff Kalila Harris shares how she's aiming to support agencies' efforts. OPM is trying to provide thought leadership for agencies and how they create structures that both allows for maximal telework and also accounts for that DEI perspective of how do we make sure that this is not unintentionally causing gaps in equity. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. A data policy think tank says disparities in data collection hinder access to public services and the government's decision-making. The Center for Data Innovation has a new report recommending policymakers close what it calls the data divide. In other words, social and economic inequalities due to a lack of data collection about individuals or communities. The Office of Personnel Management is hiring its own hirer. OPM is accepting applications through August 26th for the Hiring Experience Group Manager, who will provide leadership and guidance on government-wide strategies for federal recruitment, improved career advancement, and job retention. Since the launch of the Presidential Innovation Fellows Program, or PIF, more than 50 agencies have benefited from their expertise. PIF celebrated its 10th anniversary yesterday. Since 2012, agencies have hosted more than 200 technology experts, providing advice on everything from artificial intelligence to creating a data strategy to product management to human-centered design. The 2022 class of PIF Fellows includes more than 50 experts serving at 20 agencies, working to improve federal digital services. According to the Government Accountability Office, the Interior Department's competitive grant award process does not always work in a fair and transparent manner. The watchdog agency says grant programs across the Fish and Wildlife Service, National Park Service, and U.S. Geological Survey lacked documentation to support certain award decisions, and that Interior's internal policy for competitive grants does not clearly require officials to provide documentation of award decisions. GAO recommends Interior fix these shortfalls as the department awarded $4 billion in competitive grants between fiscal 2019 and 2021 alone. The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration begins planning for the next decade of weather forecasting. The agency is focusing on improving resilience to climate change, addressing coordination challenges, and how the federal government can help advance weather prediction services. NOAA put out a request for information looking for respondents who can address any or all of its focus areas as it embarks on its decade of planning. Interested parties have until October 3rd to submit comments. The Federal Emergency Management Agency is looking to improve its support for Native American tribal nations. FEMA released its first-ever national tribal strategy this month. 
The agency will conduct a study on tribal emergency management capacity and capabilities. FEMA will also develop tribal-specific technical assistance resources and expand training opportunities for the 574 federally recognized tribal nations. The agency is additionally creating an internal tribal affairs workgroup to ensure coordination across FEMA mission areas. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Wednesday, August 24, 2022, I'm Peter Masurlian. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply. Your story, it lives in River City, where you can enjoy a metropolitan vibe and a small town feel, where we set the standard for service and looking out for one another, where there's so much more than steak in our thriving food scene. Your story is the story of Omaha, told by those who live it and love it. Whether that's helping you keep up with the Cornhuskers or creating the content you crave. And here in the Omaha World Herald is where it comes to life. Omaha World Herald, where your story lives.